Krypton explodes. But after Krypton, which airs on Sci-Fi, there's our podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. Do we agree on voices? Is that what we agreed on? Like the scary voices for this? This isn't scary voices. It's not like scary. Because radio the... voices. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I guess this the is radio. How people talk on the radio. Oh, oh. Coming up next, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Like that. See what uh, I, well, yeah. I guess I don't listen to enough radio then, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's what everything sounds like. Oh. Try time. <laughs> so we are talking about the show Krypton, specifically the second episode of the series. If you didn't watch the pilot, go back, listen to our podcast. Pretty simple. It's basically Game of Thrones, but with uh, pre-Superman stuff about Superman's grandpa. And yeah. uh, what else do people need to know? Do you want to do a little bit of recap before we get into it? Uh, sure. So uh, we have uh, Seg is our main character. He's Superman's yep. grandpappy. Also, uh, cops on this planet are also assholes. We want to keep that. Uh, that's know, an important a, thing. Oh, yeah, it's probably yeah. the most important piece of information about yeah. the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, it takes place on Krypton. It takes place in the city of Kandor, uh, which... Nobody has powers. This is not like a planet of Supermans or anything like that. It's centuries before Krypton exploded because everybody lives a super long time on Krypton. There's a whole class war thing going on where you got the high castes who live in a radiant, shining city. Different guilds, science yeah. guild, military guild. And then the lower castes who live in the lower city who live in, you know... Uh, generic sci-fi lower guild stuff. You know what's going Old on. Old-timey sci-fi <laughs> town is yeah, what yeah. I like to call it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So uh, Seg basically goes wherever he wants and punches whoever he wants. And he found out uh, from Adam Strange, who is a character from our time, who has traveled... From Detroit, which is real important in this episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in a okay, moment. I, mean, right. I definitely want to talk about Detroit a lot. Great, yeah, great. Yeah. So Adam Strange shows up and says, hey, uh, Brainiac is coming to Krypton. He is going to destroy Krypton and stop Superman from ever existing. You got to save your grandson. And that's where we leave off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a cape, Superman's cape, that's oh, yeah. slowly, slowly melting. Right. But even though when they show it, it kind of goes a little quick. So you would think by the time they cut back to it, it'd probably be a halfway gone. No, gun, it's but a that's total Back the to the Future poster uh, picture. Yeah, thing. the picture on the guitar. Yeah, you, yeah. you like that. Oh, yeah. but yeah, like, That's scientifically sound. Yeah, yeah, so the Back to the Future... Just we'll apply that here, and it'll make sense. It's cool. So I do want to establish. My family has a Back to the Future photo that we're slowly vanishing. But oh my god! Oh, but man. it's I'm happening so. By slow. the way, I really apologize for keep going back in your timeline and fucking it up. Yeah, you fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. Oh no. Oh man. He's my hey, dad. Yeah, <laughs> Alex is your dad. Uh, well, that's why you guys get along so. That's long. why we look alike. Yeah. So uh, speaking <laughs> of looking and thinking alike, uh, last episode at least. Justin and I were in agreement. We had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Pete screamed at us a whole ton yeah. about how yeah. she didn't like and the just episode. just think how much we edited it out. Yeah. Oh, my God. The How would you feel about this episode before we get into it? Uh, it's pretty good. I actually like this one a little bit less. It feels yeah. like this is a very yep. boilerplate episode where... And I say we all agree that this is a lesser episode. Really? Wow. Wow. And you hated impossible. the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, Seg feels like he just does anything he wants and is sort of barrierless. Yeah. In it. And uh, is Seg the good guy that we're supposed to be rooting for? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Well, you cool haven't name. bothered to learn the characters' names yet? No, no, no. Despite no. the fact that we talked about them on the last podcast? Yep. Okay. You can't remember such a cool name like Seg? 
Uh, I can now. Yeah, I know. How about if I say it's Segway or the Highway? Well, that, that's thank a cool you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so that's the Seg stuff feels fine. I, I do love the Zod storylines. Yeah, Light of Zod, I think, is maybe my favorite character in the show, and so I love this episode. Yeah, and uh, I also think, wait. I mean, to the barrierless, barrierless nature of it, I think you're absolutely right. That's one of the biggest problems with the show because they've set up a world where the lower cast is trapped and they can't get anywhere, but Seg just kind of walks wherever. Also, yeah. they've set up the Fortress of Solitude is inaccessible, so they have to come up with increasingly convoluted ways of actually getting there, which is going to be a huge problem down the show if they have to keep heading yeah. out to that. you got to steal a ship to then get there. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, I don't know. They've set up these barriers and then are kind of ignoring these barriers is the yeah. problem with uh, this episode. Also, what's really horrible is the fact that, like, <laughs> We have comic book knowledge of Superman, Krypton, and all that kind of stuff. And so we know if somebody says, hey, Brainiac's coming, that's a huge deal. That is like, he is a very powerful villain, and this is like before there's even Superman to defend this planet. So that's kind of like a huge deal. So that weighs on everything that's happening. So having a shitty character like Seg run around and be like, I'm just going to ignore all responsibilities, and I don't know what Brainiac means, so... Uh, and it's Pete, like knowing... by the way, just to give you a visual picture, is doing like a little dance right now. Yeah, that wasn't like a, like a puppet dance. dance. Oh, okay, great, sure. No, I'm no, just trying to let you people... were doing. We're letting people in on your, your uh, critique. Oh, yeah. great. So I don't know if you know this is an audio podcast, right? Yeah, but sometimes uh, when you talk, you move. Uh, yeah, sure. So and when happens. you criticize, you dance. <laughs> I wasn't dancing. You I'm were. In a chair. You were dancing. <laughs> Anyways, so I just think that like. Knowing that Brainiac is coming puts a lot of pressure on a situation, and I can't enjoy where the show is because it's like, hey, get your shit together. Brainiac is coming, and you need to be aware of that instead of ignoring all reason throughout the whole show. But maybe not all heroes wear capes. Well... Yeah, some of them wear like really weird Velcro put together outfits. I mean, sometimes saying? the capes are slowly disintegrating. Also, it sounds like you're into this show. No, I am not into this well, show. You based are on the into fact it. that you're like, yo, you guys get... make me watch this show. What I'm saying is, you. based on the fact that you're like, yo, everybody really needs to get their shit together because I'm super worried about Brainiac, makes it sound like you're no, into the I plot know of the show. who Brainiac is, and Brainiac I, yes. actually looks good as far as like I wasn't sure how Brainiac would look or how they would do Brainiac. Brainiac looks fantastic, so I want maybe something that I might enjoy in the show to be a part of it already. Are you scared of Brainiac? Yeah, who isn't scared of Brainiac? Did Brainiac do something to you? I don't want to talk about that. This isn't the time for that. Oh, you lived with Brainiac for a while. (laughs) Dude, that was like when I first moved to the city, you know, I got on Craigslist. uh, Brainiac was looking for a roommate, and I didn't know any better, right? Oh, man. Sounds smart. Yeah, it sounds very smart. <laughs> but you know. no, he's evil. Yeah, he was like, come on by. I've got a bottle. He reminds yeah. me of uh, Zelbin, actually, a lot. Oh, oh that's... Uh, thank you. That's an insult, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know. You, he I'll, bottled I'll you for is. a while, right? I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I pre- <laughs> Whatever it is, I appreciate your candor. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. I'll tell you Woo! what. He's this been holding on to that gold for a while. This there. is a total sidebar, but... Um, this is also politics. Uh, Andrew McCabe, the FBI deputy director, was fired, yep. and the reason they gave was lack of candor. And I was like, <laughs> who could I make this joke to? Oh, and man. there was no one. Oh, oh man. That had to be oh, tough so for you. Sorry. I really missed you guys this week. <laughs> so so it you was a lack of it up candor. I bottled it up. Just put uh, that. Lack of candor. Nice. So what should we actually talk about in the show? Uh, there's well, not... 
we should probably talk about how to activate computers. You need to oh, slice open your hand. Well, we'll What's get wrong with that's we'll how get computers work. So uh, honestly, not a lot happened this episode. That was yeah. another little was bit of a pe- problem. There there was, some might say th- it's a painful episode I, to sit through. I would say <laughs> I would say there are three storylines. There's Light Azad's fight. Yeah, very fun. Sag's sort of weird journey. He's trying to kill Vex, and then Adam Strange and the bartender guy. Well, let's it. start with Adam Strange because that's where the episode starts. We pick up right from at the, end of the pilot. planet Detroit. If is anything, where he's from. It felt yeah. like, I mean, I'm glad they ended the pilot where they did, but it felt like these two episodes were almost probably the extended pilot at some point yeah. that they mm-hmm. cut in half. But the pilot ends in a way more exciting place than yeah. this episode. Does. Also, if you had to sit through the second half, you probably wouldn't watch yeah. the rest. By the, of the way, scene. it sounds like I'm crapping on the show. You I'm are. still kind of enjoying it, certainly more than Pete. Uh, and I'm willing to see where it goes. I think second episodes are super hard to do a lot of the time. Soft Don't make excuses slope. for a crappy show. No, I'll make all the excuses I want. But here's the thing. This is the second episode of our podcast, so right. we're, we're worried about the slump, too. Yeah, we really oh, are. Okay. I'm really worried. We're really slipping into a rut. So Adam Strange uh, basically lays it all out. He explains the situation again. He uh, says that Brainiac is coming. Seg kind of doesn't really believe him. Not at all. know how to access that information. Uh, But as Pete mentioned, eventually down the road, he figures out the computers in his grandfather's lab are activated by L-Blood, which means the blood in Spanish. I I just want to know, if you guys were standing in front of a future computer on a different planet, how long would it take you to figure out that you had to cut open your hand and then bleed onto a computer? Well, if it said it needs the blood of Alex, I think I would figure it out pretty quickly. Really? Yeah. I'd try a couple things. <laughs> because I feel like, you know, maybe it can read fingerprints or, like, you know, type in my name or something. Yeah. Like, I would feel Anybody like... Have a, yeah, fingerprint, butt print uh, could be... What? I'm sorry? Love. Like you would yeah, like put your butt machine. on it before you would like cut your head? machine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The old butt print to activate. Well, it's probably... I mean, if someone was related to you, they would know to do that because you would do that. You know, put in the butt print. Yeah, uh, uh, that's probably what Val went through first. He was like, "Yo, put your butt in this." <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Al family, dude. He. They oh, haven't fun. revealed this yet, but we know this from the comics that uh, Val in the comics had a huge dance hall hit called "Put Your Butt in This." Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Kryptonian dance halls. Lit. Dance halls, you said, right? Dance halls, yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What do you mean by a dance hall? <laughs> you mean like a club? Uh, or like a dance hall? I'm thinking like a big German-looking hall with like a lot of brews and beers and like a, a section in the middle where people can waltz or whatever. Okay. Wow. How, another follow-up question, totally unrelated. How <laughs> sure. old are you? Uh, <laughs> several hundred years. Yeah, several I was going to say. Real hit at the dance hall, I mean, Johnny. I have your dad, so... <laughs> What? I am your dad. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm just I just don't feel, just I feel like hit. I don't know you. I well, feel like I have to try to impress you. You're not hip to the dance hall scene. It's a big yeah. thing in New York. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So Seg activates the computer and a hologram of his dad comes out. You're a fan of Supergirl, right, Pete? Yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah. the good show. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, shades of that, right? I mean, I What are you talk? Don't you compare this to that? I can because they're both about Kryptonians that talk to their dead relatives through hologram computers. Well, when you say it like that, but you're, it's like saying somebody in the you know in the minor leagues or someone who plays wiffle ball is just as good as somebody who plays in the you know major leagues. That's Don't judge people. I'm I wait but what? Uh, I am judging somebody and I can judge somebody. What's yes. above wiffle ball in like uh, skill level and professionalism? Well, then there's whole like you know the. Kid leagues and all that stuff. I don't know. What's kid called. leagues? Know. What, what are you even talking? About? Well, you know, there's like when you're a kid, you played baseball, right? You're on a team. 
T ball? Yeah. They're T-ball. called Little Leagues? Little Leagues, thank you. That's yeah. what I was looking <laughs> for. Yeah. We're doing great with words today. I yeah. Think yeah. have hit that sophomore slump. So he activates the hologram. Uh, the hologram talks him through what his research was, that he determined that there was some sort of probe coming, there was something coming for Krypton, uh, and they decided to Which get Which would have been together. another clue that, hey, maybe Brainiac's coming, so I should get my right. shit together. He completely ignores that. Particularly because Adam Strange has been like, hey, Brainiac's coming, which seems like a big clue that Brainiac is coming, but I don't know. Yeah. No, you got to think about it. Yeah. At the same time, Drove uh, me talking about the Adam Strange stuff, he teams up with Seg's friend, who I continue to enjoy, though it may have something to do with his accent. Maybe. Yeah, okay. The, he's the bartender. Yeah, the bartender. Uh, so they team up. They head out to check out what's going on, and they discover, this is definitely jumping ahead to the end of the episode, but they discover that Brainiac is not coming to Krypton. He's already on Krypton. Yeah, there are pods Worst, there. Worst yeah. fear imaginable. He's yeah. already there. Oh, oh fuck, shit. And he owes you like two grand still. From so that's the little together. stuff in the episode. Uh, we should probably talk about the moves that Seg makes with the House of... Or lack of moves. Well, no, he makes some big moves with the House of Vex in particular. Yeah. He's uh, hanging out with uh, the woman he's been betrothed to, um, and he doesn't. He seems to not like her. Uh, well, I mean, she's got ulterior motives, and it's kind of... She's not very... I think her ulterior motives, I still feel like her ulterior motives are she... Is doing want, what her dad... No, she wants to get out of the place that she's stuck in. You know, she talks yeah. about it a little bit. She says that she never would have gotten betrothed. that she never, she would have been lonely her whole life. So I think she looks at it as a chance to have a better life than she expected by being betrothed to him. So that's what I get. You know, she yes, she is a little icy. Yes, she is... Honestly, probably a better potential villain than yeah. Vex is at this point. But th- I don't get that from her at all. Like, yeah, I, I think she's nice, too. What? And I think that uh, Seg in this episode is sort of like, he doesn't really believe Adam Strange. He's like, you guys prove it to me or I'm going to go kill the head of the Vex family. Which I don't is, give a fuck. Yeah. And he's about to do that when his betrothed uh, comes in and says, hey, I have your, your parents' ashes. That stops him from making a huge mistake by killing Vex. And then... Uh, that has a nice moment. She yeah. did save his butt there. That was yeah, a yeah, nice... It's a good thing, because he's going to need that butt to turn but the computer. But it was a fake... <laughs> she was just did it to you know try to win his trust. You you don't trust so many characters on television. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean... Yeah, specifically blonde characters. You don't trust blonde characters. Uh, I don't know about that, but... Interesting. Uh, uh, I don't think there's... This is like a little bit of a crossover. We do another uh, podcast, a Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark, and... I trust a... Betty with everything, so, like, you can't... Chick. Chick on Riverdale. Well, yeah, Chick. Yeah, but that's fake blonde. Like, that's not... You know, he's like, his hair's dyed. Wait, they, well, so you don't trust people with dyed hair? Uh, no, I, you guys are trying to... Say yeah, something what are they trying to true. hide? Yeah. What are they trying to hide? Huh? Show us your true colors, your hair colors. <laughs> Anyways. You dye uh, your hair, Pete, because you're, you're all gray. Uh, no, I don't dye my hair. You dye your hair brown. I do not dye my hair. 100%. You no do. fucking way, man. I don't know. I can see your roots, man. Yeah. Dude, this is all natural. You think that I put little patches of gray in? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. You spend hours getting ready in the morning. Uh, you don't nope. even have a beard. You, you, that's a fake beard. You think I painted that on, fake Bob Ross? Beard, dyed hair. Uh, shall we jump over? So Seg goes through this episode and sort of links, right? Up but with he makes it. a big move at the end yeah. where he confronts Wait, we, what? Uh, I don't want to. But if we're going to jump to the end, I want to talk about the fight. That yeah, yeah, we're going yeah, 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 to get to that. Okay. Uh, Seg makes a big move because he goes and says, "I don't want to join the House of X." 
Uh, the underlying thing is I am House of L. I'm never going to put on another seal, but I do want you to put me in the Science Guild. And then the Many Faces of Rao comes up and is like, with its loose mask. Kind the of mask like, is legit falling off. It yeah, and also... Point. Like, it's on an angle a little yeah. bit. Do you and, guys didn't laugh out loud when they called it the Many Faces of Rao? Uh, Why? Right. What I is just, that? Let's give Pete a platform to explain this. Go ahead. All right, so Many Faces uh, is a ridiculous name for... a. It's just such... I just felt like it was such... Yeah, but he has many faces. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just makes me think of the He-Man villain. Or, uh, he was a hip villain sometimes and then a hero sometimes, depending oh, on which face oh was facing forward. And he was called Many Faces. And like now that there's this god that's called Many... I just... So do you think this show is ripping shitty off... Shitty writing. You think this show is ripping off like a C-level He-Man character from the I would say cartoon? B-level. Don't say C-level. Manny Faces was a an action figure that they were like draw him in an episode so we could sell this. He was action in a figure. couple episodes. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Also, this is something from Superman lore. Like it comes from the comics. The Many Faces of Rao has shown up before. Great. It is the spokesperson for Rao, who is the god of the Kryptonians. So I would also throw out there that the religion that they've sort of crafted around Rao is legit lifted from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like the the I think they even use they're the seven faces become one face. That's like the, the season. It's yes. the, very much the it, exact the same story. The show definitely wants to be Game of Thrones. So hard. Badly. It's annoying. But I liked about and the it's first very, episode. It slows down like, the momentum of whatever they're building when they start talking about this shit. I don't mind it. Like, I like world building, and I think that's super interesting. What I liked about the first episode, though, is when it leaned into crazy comic book superheroics and started yeah. to get towards that, because that's what I was not expecting from the show. And I think rather than being a sub-Game of Thrones, I would rather see it be a comic book epic, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, I just let's, let's get to the storyline that I think really does do that and pays it off, yeah. the Light is Odd storyline. So Lyda is... Uh, Sag's girlfriend. Like, right, sort of but this girlfriend. is the lady who can't fight at all in the first episode, and then by the second no, episode, she, it's on. the greatest fight we've ever hold seen. On, hold she, on, hold so, on, hold yeah. on. She can fight the first episode. She can't take her mom, who yeah. is the No, but if you, you watched, imagine fighting your mom? If you watch that fight sequence, she doesn't know how to I hold can imagine up. fighting your mom. Oh, it, was, it was ridiculous how bad at fighting she was in the first episode. It was... What are you talking I mean, about? She, she was, was horrible. She was it. like, oh, punch. She gets beat up pretty bad in this episode, too. So let's set it up a little bit. So her mom is in the sort of the leader of the military guild. She's also in the military guild. Um, they are merciless. No mercy. Was well, the end she of learned that the hard way in the first episode. And her mom stabbed her right through the hand. Yeah, there is no mercy. Yeah. So in this episode, uh, all the military folks are doing raids, trying to find Black Zero, hidden terrorists in the lower caste areas. And she's like, no, people are going to get killed. I need to put a stop to this. So she challenges the general dude and says, I'm going to take your spot. I will beat you. Which is a boss move. Uh, but knowing the fact that she can't fight at all, it was like, how is she going to do this? Because it was very clear in that first episode, she was horrible at fighting. And then there is complete 180 in the second episode. It was ridiculous how good she was at fighting. Maybe she's so good at fighting, she was faking in the first episode and making you think she was bad at fighting. You're working really hard to try All to... All I'm saying is, you do that in like a pool, what do you call it? What? Con. You know, like when you're conning people with pool. Like you pretend to be bad and then you're actually... Oh, okay, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Shark? Big a pool shark? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> again, proving you, once again your edge, your edginess. 
How do you con someone with a pool stick? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I'm more familiar with the dance halls. Yeah, I know. Jeez, I feel so embarrassed with my dad. Yeah, there is such a thing of doing like a rope and dope where you're pretending like you're her, but you, then you're like badass. But like, right. I she was so bad in that first like, fight sequence that I didn't buy it at all. Do you Pete, did Chris, you ever think that maybe not all heroes use vapes? <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that connects to this, but... Uh, not all I, heroes. I also haven't thought about that. Not all heroes eat crepes. No. <laughs> oh, man. Have you thought about that? Well, I, you know, I thought about how, like, in you know, one episode, you can just go from being an unbelievable fighter. Just, I mean, it gives hope for everybody. Have you, you ever my... thought that maybe not all heroes eat? She didn't je- even jelly? train, or she didn't even <laughs> try to get better. Not all heroes eat jelly, comma grape. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite episode of California Raisins, by the way. Oh, now, that's, now that's a reference that is freshening up the Alex heads out there. Yo, California Raisins heads. Oh man! I, if anyone even knows what Alex is talking about, please tweet at us. No googling. If you know what the California Raisins are, uh, how tweet us with the name know? of the song they sing in. I don't know the episode of that show they made. Yeah, they sure. made one episode. Yeah. But there was a lot of cart uh, commercials with the California Raisins. Yes, yeah. for Raisins. Feel free to tweet at us with the ads. I will. Do you know the answer? I, I do, oh, yes. Hit us yeah, up, man. Hit yeah. us up on I'll, I'll hit you So up. wait, let's talk about the latest odd fight. It's a great fight. Uh, she does fight the general, and, and at the end of the fight, uh, when he calls for mercy, she snaps his neck and says, no mercy, which is a callback to what she learned from she, her mom in the first I wanted episode. her to look right at the camera like, I'm learning. No mercy, because uh, you didn't. I don't. I really. I just loved the way this played out, and it showed just how merciless and cold this Kryptonian culture yeah. is. Which I think is maybe the biggest weird thing about the, the show. The whole place thing. is cold. The planet is cold. Everything about the it's the just, weather is cold. It's, but I like that. I don't like it. I'm not relating to what's happening. Everything just seems so distant and like uh, it's hard to get into the show. I'm trying to find somebody. Uh, so, I can be like, hey, I like this person. So I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you, Pete. But I do get what Justin is saying about this, that I feel like what I like about what's going on in the military guild is it does feel different and alien and something that yeah. I'm interested to learn more about and seems to actually be part of the society that they've ostensibly set so, up, whereas the stuff with the many faces of Rao is, doesn't exactly make sense. It's a little silly. Vex does not seem to be a strong enough leader to be rolling the whole bottle city of Kandor. It's not a bottle city yet. Uh, and all the stuff yet. with Seg is like, he just kind of wanders around. There's no rules for him whatsoever. Exactly. So what you're saying is you don't like when they talk and they stand around in weird outfits and talk about religion and some made-up character called Many Faces. Uh, but you do like the military stuff where they're just like running around beating the shit out of all the poor people and just doing whatever they want to do military-wise. Uh, so that they can grow and be stronger and still run the planet. Yeah, that was a much nicer, uh, longer summary of what I just said. But yeah, <laughs> I just it's what a you're saying is summary. crazy. It's it's not something that is enticing to watch or you want to watch. It's awful on all ends, and it's just but the show. You have to sit there and just have. Mur, mur, mur. Uh, it's just on the other hand, though. Every once in a while, they mention something about Superman, and I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> that yeah. is not the. You're just like 
you have to sit through all this shit. And then they're like, Superman reference. Yes. Yes. I got that reference. Oh, I know what they're talking about. Back to. Bar, I, bar, I bar, bar, you, what, wow. am I, what am I? <laughs> what the fuck is this show? Uh, one of my least favorite things in the world is reference comics. Who kind of just stand there like, hey, you guys remember uh, California yeah. Raisins? You guys remember uh, Dance Halls? Wait, do you know who you're them? talking about? Uh, well, uh, anyway. Uh, so I don't like that sort of thing. But for some reason, that's the thing that's really working oh. for me about this show. Oh. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I I agree a little bit. Like, the show is... The deeper it gets into the sort of harder references to the culture of Krypton, I'm more on board. Oh. The stuff with Seg is just like, I'm the best, I think, and does stuff is... Yeah, uh, I'm going to just walk wherever. I'm pretty cool. Yeah. All right. As we end every episode, we're going to do some Superman trivia. Yes. This is pretty hard trivia, so get out your notepads. Yeah. Don't check the answers, but Justin, it's your turn yes, this week to ask me and Pete. So, guys, this is going to be tough. Uh, I had to really do some digging through the Silver Age comics to find this Ooh. one, which are the, the harder to find ones. Yeah, um, silver, it's a little harder than the gold comics because the gold is uh, softer. Yeah, exactly. Soft metal. So, Superman has a vulnerability, a okay. weakness, sort of an Achilles heel. Hmm. Can you tell me what it is? <laughs> Uh, well, okay, so... It can't you, be anyth- anything related to the planet. It can't be similar, like, word. No, it's, it's a very specific thing. It's oh. a, it, it is related to the planet. Okay, well, so I know, I know that, Pete, you and me, our weakness is dirt, right? Yeah. And from yeah. Earth. Earth oh. dirt. That, yeah, Earth, Earth dirt. dirt. That's yeah. one of our big weaknesses. Ooh. Yeah, because if Guys. I'm on another planet and then someone shows me Earth dirt, oh, <laughs> I freak out. I, like, fall to my knees. I can't you get think about what, yeah. oh, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, I start to get, like, some brown lines on my face sometimes. Oh, man, yeah. 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 The worst is when they get bigger and then start to pulse. Oh, God, oh. that's terrible. Have you ever been exposed to red dirt? Oh, yeah, because I changed weird. my whole personality. Oh man, I completely—I felt like I was backwards. Yeah. It was so all right. I'm going to go with butts. I think is the answer. Oh, wow. butts. Okay. okay. Well, I'll reveal the answer on the next episode. <laughs> oh man! No, wait, wait. What is it? Come on. It's just actually kryptonite. Oh, kryptonite. Okay. All right. That's pretty good. That was a good one, guys. If you like this podcast, and you certainly don't <laughs> after that trivia. Uh, you can help us out by going to patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft in New York. So come on by and we'll chat about Krypton or whatever you want to chat about. We also have a bunch of other podcasts, Comic Book Club Live, which posts every Wednesday. Also, Riverdale. We have a Riverdale After Dark podcast. Pretty soon, Inside Legion, our Legion podcast is coming back, so check that out as well. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for the podcast and more. And, oh my God, the, the photo, it's, it's all gone. Justin's gone, man. Remember me. Not all heroes (laughs) use tapes. Scotch tapes. (laughs) 